Ladies and gentlemen, I have a math problem for you. When you add 25 plus 35, what does that equal? Does that equal the end of 45? Before you answer, keep in mind, there is an extraneous variable at work here in this equation. It's November 22nd, the 56th anniversary of the murder of the beloved John F. Kennedy. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we're brought to you by this handy-dandy guy right here. I just love this device. It's manufactured by Patriot Brother. Let me explain something to you here. Take off the top here and you open this up. And I can't do it here in this confined space. But inside here are solar panels that are protected when you close it up. And you put it out in the sun for 30 days, 30 minutes, 30 days, 30 minutes. That's all you got to do. When you pour the water in the glass in 32 degrees outside temperature and you're out there in the elements, the water will be steaming. You can see a video on this at PatriotSunCooker.com. It's really interesting because you can make rice, noodles, coffee, tea, and here's the big thing. If you're on the run or even if you're confined, you can find standing water. This can convert that standing water by boiling it into drinking water. And because it's solar powered, doesn't need batteries, doesn't need a power outlet. You'll always have access to drinkable water with this. Just takes 30 minutes. It's absolutely fantastic. Go to PatriotSunCooker.com. You can also link to this in the description box following this particular broadcast. Oh, I almost forgot. Because you're a member of the Common Sense Show audience, you get 20% off. Use the coupon code Hodges20 at PatriotsOnCooker.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a very somber, 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 somber anniversary. I spent 25 years of my life investigating the JFK assassination, and I did so without remuneration. Now, eventually, a lot of radio stations started to read what I was writing and said, we'd like to have you on. Later tonight, at the conclusion of this anniversary, I am going to do a retrospective analysis of the JFK assassination. I will tell you who did it and why. That's going to come later. But nonetheless, the last two presidents to die in office, 25 and 35, FDR, JFK, Will this be Trump's fate? Well, <laughs> unplanned Walter Reed excursions and your tester is in the hospital in critical condition. I think this is a reasonable question to be asking. And I actually wrote an article up on the commonsenseshow.com, and you may want to reference this. I actually compared JFK to Trump, and I talked about some of the similarities of issues that could lead to their demise because of their opposition to key deep state policies and philosophies and programs of their particular day. The deep state was in existence in 1963. They often called it the establishment, but it nonetheless was pretty much the same as it is today. Different people, of course, different issues, of course, because the times are different, 
but the power politics very, very similar to what we're seeing today. However, <laughs> today we have an entire political party dedicated to the takedown of the United States of America, dedicated to the removal of Donald Trump by any means possible because he is the symbol of the preservation of the republic. And I want to get down to what the number one reason is, is why they want to take Trump out. Oh, believe me. Uh, first of all, I'll talk about Ukraine later today in terms of two different stories we're going to run. And boy, this is a big, big news Friday here. This is a huge news Friday. But we'll talk about that in subsequent broadcasts today. But I want to get to the number one reason why. And then there's an ancillary reason. There's like one and one A on why the globalists, the deep state, want Donald Trump out. And they'd love to make an example of him, believe me. JFK was killed and executed in a public manner in Dealey Plaza because it was a warning to every other president that would follow, this will happen to you. And when Ronald Reagan got in there and he's criticizing the Trilateral Commission and blah, 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 yeah, they tried to make an example of him too. What makes you think that this president is absolutely no different? It's not. So 25 plus 35 could equal the removal of number 45. That's the operative equation of this day on November 22nd, 2019, 56 years after the death and the murder of John Kennedy because he supported the people and the Constitution over special interests and warmongers. We have the same thing. Let's get into number one reason. We'll get into all the ones later in today. Later today when I do a retrospective on JFK and then I compare it to Trump with all the reasons down there. But I want to focus on number one and I want to isolate this. When the president came into office, we were months away from giving our sovereignty over to the Trans-Pacific Partnership. And I can't believe that more is not made of this. And he announced in his candidacy, the TPP goes away when I'm president. That was a declaration of war. I can't believe they didn't kill him right then. I absolutely am stunned he survived to be inaugurated. I wrote articles and said, whoa, does people, do people know how bad this is? I, I think he should have waited until he was in office. I almost thought he signed his own death warrant. Well, let's look at the TPP. That's one. And then there's 1A. The trade deficit with China, they're both related. So let's get into the Trans-Pacific Partnership. It was designed to remove all tariffs, all barriers to free trade. So if you own the XYZ Corporation here based in America, you could move the bulk of your manufacturing opportunities overseas and hire kids for 10 cents an hour, if that, and that would be high, high rent payment for these people. Why they didn't go to school, didn't give them health care. You don't have EPA uh, or human health services regulations to worry about. Nothing. You just do what you want to do in the worst tenement slum conditions ever. And that would make the early days of the Industrial Revolution in America, which led to the necessary rise of labor unions to protect workers, make it look like that was all really good and well for the workers. You know, we used to have women in this country work on the assembly lines until they dropped the baby on the ninth month. Yeah, there's no kidding, folks. This was terrible. You had little kids working and the buildings were fire traps and it just, it was horrible how these workers are treated. But what our corporations do in the Pacific Rim is worse, far worse. 
Donald Trump comes along and says, nah, you know what? I don't think I like this. I'm America first. I'm tired of seeing 2020. What's 2020? Well, since 1990, Americans worked. Now, this is before Trump became president. Americans were working 20% longer hours because everything went to salary so they could work you more and pay you less. And you would make with adjusted for inflation dollars, you'd make 20% less. And we used to call that the 2020 factor. Trump said, we want to turn that around. But if the TPP becomes law, America will become a slave labor nation, just like the Pacific Rim nations are. All the manufacturing would be gone. And in times of war, and you have to sustain your military by continual, well, you have to do peace conversion to military production. And then you also have to keep reproducing and reproducing and reproducing. If you're overseas, how are you going to maintain a war effort? Well, you're not. You're going to be canceled. You're going to be basically conquered. And Trump was saying, no, 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 no. That's not going to happen on my watch. And this is what he meant when he said America has become a blank hole. You fill in the gap. Now, let's get down to the TPP and its particulars. Obama actually got this passed without Congress even looking at it. They allowed two people, including Paul the Rat Ryan, to look at it. They go, whoa, it's just all fine. Yeah, I really trust Paul Ryan, right, who's in the Senate right now trying to blackmail senators to vote for impeachment conviction. So, yeah, that, that was a real good choice by Obama. And can you believe Congress actually passed this crap? Can you believe this without looking? Oh, we have to pass the bill to see what's in it. Where did we hear that before? Oh, that's right, Nancy Pelosi and health care. Obamacare. Oh, we have to pass it before we know what's in it. Well, the same thing was true with the TPP. Now, what would the TPP have done? Let me cut right to the chase with the big thing, and then I'll kind of work my way down and show you it was really all-encompassing. The TPP would have taken political sovereignty in this country, constitutional dictates like federalism, separation of powers, the three branches of governments with the checks and balances, all that was wiped out in one fell swoop. And how did they do it? Well, they just said there's going to be a 22 corporate board appointed and didn't really say appointed by who. See, that's what's scary. And the see, this is the corporate version of the Federal Reserve. See, this was Federal Reserve on steroids. And these 22 people would have had complete dictatorial and veto power over any aspect of the U.S. government, including the court system. That's right. The Supreme Court would never have been able to say, no, that's unconstitutional. Uh -uh. They would have absolutely been neg negated and relegated to nothingness forever. Corporate dictatorship, ladies and gentlemen. I have mentioned this a few times in my writings. If you want to know what the world looks like under corporate dictatorship, I'd like for you to watch, I believe it was 1975 or 1976, but anyway, one of those two years, the movie Rollerball. It shows you right there. The world's ruled by six corporations. The backdrop is this game called Rollerball. Okay, that's the name of the movie. James Caan was the young actor. He did a superb and fabulous job in the movie. Absolutely a terrific movie, but it showed to the heart of where things were going. Let me do the math here. Let's see. That's 25, 40. Gosh, almighty. Over two generations earlier, this movie predicted 
where the TPP was going to take us. And here were the globalist bankers. Oh, we got America where we want it. All this wealth and we control it. They controlled you. They would have controlled your labor. They would have controlled everything about you and tack a little climate change on top of it to control your energy. There's nowhere you could have turned where you would have seen the word freedom. And Trump came along and said, eh, eh, no, sorry, not going to do that. Now, there's another ancillary factor that needs to be considered here that no one really pays attention to. And that was the tariff, excuse me, the trade balance or imbalance, I should say, with China. $800 billion? Are you kidding me? What? You mean that wasn't permanent? No, that was just annual. What? Yeah. This was a huge, devastating blow to the U.S. economy. But why were they doing this? Because they were trying to build up China to be a competing economic force against the TPP. They purposely left China out. But they wanted to give China resources where they could build their military. They could build their infrastructure up to where one day they could challenge the United States in a war that would have been impoverished by the TPP and the takedown of the United States would have been that much easier. Keep in mind, if you will, please, that if we're engaged in a war against China, let's say it starts in the South China Sea with an attack upon Taiwan, very logical, weakened here at home, bad economy. And who does China control in the hemisphere? The cartels. And what have the cartels been doing? Well, since, oh, I don't know, the early 2000s, they've been training with Middle East terrorists in places like El Salvador and base training camps and creating paramilitary forces. They have their own assassination crew of the MS-13. Folks, this all came to me from uh, DEA members, and I was ahead of the curve on this. And now this is common knowledge. Kathy Rubio, for example, has been to one of these camps. She's had relatives working in these camps. We know they exist. There's been articles about the marriage of Hamas, Hezbollah, and the cartels in the Tucson Daily Star as early as 2006. Another article appeared in 2010, and that would have been an invasion force, courtesy of the Chinese. And they would have been part of it also because the Chinese have embedded troops, 5 million in Mexico and the United States, according to everyone you talk to. Steve Quayle has that same number. I happen to agree with him. I don't know if it's 4 million or 6 million, but we arrive at that figure and say 5 million. It's a significant number. They control the Long Beach port where they could bring troops in. That would have been the Red Dawn invasion, ladies and gentlemen. And then, of course, China helped to perpetrate the CalExit movement, which would have further collapsed the, US, collapsed the U.S. economy had California been allowed to leave the Union as a protectorate of the United Nations. That's right, 40% of retail for the United States crosses Interstate 5 and about 30% of agriculture. So you have spot famines, food inflation. Yeah, you get the idea. That's the weakening of America so we can't successfully prosecute a war, and then we won't even be able to defend ourselves at home. That's what all this was about. And then the TPP would have been sitting there reigning supreme over 12 nations that signed the agreement. See, this 22-member board wasn't just about running the United States government. They would eventually run Australia and all the other signatories to the TPP, and that's the beginning of corporate dictatorship in the world. See, that's not the model. See, we have regionalism that you could argue that's moving towards globalism. You have the EU, the attempt, the failed attempt 
of the North American Union and so forth. But those things really haven't got off the ground other than the European Union, and that's fragmenting. So they had to come up with something to answer the fragmentation of the EU and the ability to implement free trade agreements that regionalize that will eventually plug into one global order run by a political authority called the UN, economy managed by the World Bank and the IMF, and a military force managed again by the UN. Remember the UN declared themselves last year, they said by 2030, we will be the absolute global authority on the planet. Well, that's the plot. And Trump came along and said, big middle finger to you guys, you're done. I'm canceling this agreement. Do you understand why now they want him out so bad that the Democratic Party that's controlled by the globalists, by the Marxists that want to take this country over, do you understand why every living, breathing moment of their lives they are dedicated to removing this president? The Democratic Party has done nothing in Congress, nothing except go after Donald Trump because he's the obstacle to the objectives of their benefactors, their puppeteers, the people that control them. The TPP was huge. And as long as Donald Trump sits there, no corporate dictatorship will rule over America. Well, how do you change that? Well, if you look at President Kennedy, Vietnam was a small microcosm of this. We have to bring Asia in under our influence. We're going to normalize relations with China in the 70s. I mean, the globalists knew that. They knew that Kissinger would be involved and Nixon would be the president. They knew all this. They knew it in advance. And they were setting the stage where they could take out Vietnam, cut the legs out, from, the rice legs out from uh, China, where they got most of their food supply with regard to rice, and control that. And on top of that, the CIA gets to control the drug trafficking from the Golden Triangle, mostly including heroin. Cambodia, Laos, and Thailand would have fallen in. India and Pakistan would have been economically pressured to go along. And it was a coup to regionalize Asia. And they would have made Beijing the head of all this when Kissinger went in and normalized relations with communist China in the 1970s. That was the move right there. And John Kennedy says, uh -uh, no Vietnam here, pal. Back, by the way, in one year after his death, he had planned to bring home all of the combat advisors, no combat troops, no combat advisors, simply military aid, the South Vietnamese government, and they agreed with it. So how'd the CIA respond? Well, in early November, they murdered the president of South Vietnam and his brother. And then three weeks later, they participated in a plot to murder the president of the United States. So this is a big day in American history, November 22nd, because things really pivoted at that day. Now, things haven't quite gone to order with the Vietnam War. The Vietnam War was never designed to win anything. It was designed to try to regionalize everything in that area. And it really didn't go well because Russia used the influence on China to keep this from coming to full fruition. But the parallel is the same. President Kennedy was in the way of regionalization that would have economically profited many, many people. By the way, the Vietnam War, 90% of all defense contracts went to who? Chrysler Corporation. And Chrysler Corporation would turn around, get their money, their middleman money fee, and they would turn around and farm out the war to other interests. And by the way, who owned Chrysler? Who owned Bell Helicopter with all the little Hueys you see on all the newsreels from Vietnam? Oh, there was one family that owned them in 1963. It was called the Rockefeller family. That's right. And you'll hear me talk about this a little bit more tonight. 
the Rockefellers were the ultimate brainchilds behind the demise of John Kennedy. But I'll fill in all the gaps that lead up to this. Okay, so I've kind of given you the spoiler ending, spoiler alert, but the journey is really exciting to learn about how this all happened because Donald Trump is living in parallel times. That's the key word we hope, the operative word will be living because see, he opposes TPP, Kennedy opposed Vietnam, Kennedy's out. We get Vietnam with 100,000 ground troops, soon to be a half million, eight months after the death. Yeah, big deal. It's very big deal. What will happen if Trump is killed? Well, first of all, all political dissent in this country will be crushed. They're already moving in that direction here, the deep state, even with this president in power. But secondly, what will happen is you'll see the complete evisceration of the Bill of Rights. You'll see absolute end to all dissident. You'll see the full implementation of social credit on steroids that'll make China look tame by comparison. That'll be what will come because you first of all have to get the population under control. That'll be the first steps that'll follow the demise of Donald Trump is getting everybody on board with Marxism. And if that doesn't work, well, let's have a false flag or two of major nature, nature with mass casualty events. And that'll scare the hell out of the people. Oh, please protect me, government. We know you're our third parent. How many millennials believe this? How many people my age believe this? Quite a few. So ladies and gentlemen, this is why this is such a big deal. The TPP and Donald Trump's opposition is the sine qua non of his blocking of the new world order. It also is the main reason why this is nonstop. I mean, first there's Russia. Okay, well, first, let's back up. First, there was the smearing of his background with his sexual innuendos, okay? His his uh, little trysts, if you will. And then when that didn't work, okay, let's set up the Russian collusion delusion with the fake steel dossier. And that began even before he was um, elected. And by the way, that's why Obama is implicated and so is Hillary Clinton, because they were a part of it. And they were absolutely spying on a private citizen and they should go to jail for that action. Of course, we know they won't. And then what happened after the, uh, the Russian collusion? Delusion goes on for over two years. What a freaking joke that was. I mean, the president's working for Russia. I mean, who in the right? You'd have to really be on some serious drugs to believe this nonsense. No, wouldn't you? Now, let's go a little further, shall we? We have Ukraine. Oh, wait till you hear what I'm reporting on Ukraine. I've got notes right here on my handy-dandy note-taking device. And I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the stories coming out of Ukraine right now absolutely are doing a 180 on these impeachment trials. It's not a trial for Donald Trump. It's a trial for Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, the Bidens, uh, Jeff Flake, Mitt Romney, uh, all these globalists. Well, let's throw in Obama and Clinton. We'll throw them under the bus, too, because they're part of this, too. But we'll get into that in the next broadcast on this major breaking news day. So to bring this to a conclusion here, Donald's Trump life is sought for. Presidents don't make unscheduled visits to Walter Reed. To go, oh, today's a good day to have a physical. Who believes that in their right mind? Seriously. I can't believe the number of people that believe that phony baloney bullshit story that that's what happened. On a Saturday night, we're just going to go, hey, you know, let's go have a beer. No, I think I'd rather get a physical. He was poisoned. I thought it was heart attack gun. No, he was poisoned. It was chest pains, but it was chest pains 
basically associated with angina and other things that accompany, what? Food poisoning. It was an assassination attempt. They will do anything they can to change things. Now, why aren't they getting a high-powered rifle from 500 yards, 1,500 yards? Why not? Because no one's going to believe the Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, the uh, MLK, the RFK, the JFK, lone nut assassin with a diary, all saying what they're going to do. Same MO and all three variables, exactly the same. No one's going to believe that BS again. So what do they have to do? They have to have creative ways to take him out. That's right. We'll just slowly poison him over time or we'll use the heart attack gun or you get the idea. This president is a marked man. He's a marked man because he stands in the gap between total globalism. The Democratic Party was not constructed to pass legislation. You have the firing squad um, with Ocasio-Cortez and the gangrene New Deal. That's a distraction. They are there to do nothing in government but remove the obstacle to the new world order, which is Donald Trump. They don't have a political agenda. If you believe me, there's been five Democratic debates, and I've tuned in on highlights of most of them. I've watched two of them, and they all say the same thing. Nothing. Nothing. There's absolutely no substance to this party. I can't tell you what their platform is except, oh, we embrace the U.N. migration policy. Everybody can come in. No holds barred. But aside from that, I can't tell you what it is other than Trump sucks, F Trump. This is all you hear from these people. They stand for nothing. And to you people who think you're going to vote Democratic in in 2020, assuming we have an election, what the heck are you thinking? Did your mama step on your head when you were little? that you would vote for people that actually perpetrate frauds against a duly elected president, that they're attempting an illegal coup, that they want to bring down our system of law, our system of government, and you're going to vote for this? And they have nothing to offer the people, nothing, because the people are in the way. They want total dictatorship. And how do dictators deal with people who aren't fully on board? What does history say about that? Well, in the modern era, We call it FM 39.4 or FEMA camps. Previously, we called it concentration camps. In China today, they call it re-education camps. But guess what? It's all the same thing. You want to eat? Want to get your kids back? Come on in here. Inside the barbed wire, please. We got all the food you want. Here are your kids. And you ain't leaving. You can check out, but you can never leave. A lot to think about here on this anniversary of our fallen warrior, our fallen hero, John Kennedy. The man who dared to say, I'd rather spend the money on people than upper atmospheric nuclear testing. Because we all live on the same planet. We all breathe the same air. A tribute to my fallen hero, John Kennedy. And also a prayer for the safety of the man who stands in the globalist way. And if you don't think the globalists are satanic, you're not paying attention. We'll see you back here next time. Please share this widely. Please make it go viral. Also, I'd ask that you give us a thumbs up. And in addition, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you haven't subscribed to the Common Sense Show, I wish you would do so. I love and appreciate all of you. America, with all its flaws, is still the greatest nation on the face of the earth. It's the greatest nation that's ever existed. It is the greatest nation that will ever exist until the return of Jesus Christ. And if you want to hang on to it as long as possible, you'll get engaged in this fight right away.